0: With another episode of Live On Purpose Radio, and I found an author, a speaker, a positivity guru that I invited to the show today. Jake is the author of Your Number One Goal. He's a contributing author in Jack Canfield's Living the Success Principles. He's the host of Focus on the Good podcast. This is Jake Ballantyne, everyone. Welcome to the show, Jake. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I, I like that. The, the shrink... That expands your mind that is that 's good stuff. I like that you know it well <laughs> th- traditionally, in my industry um, there 's been a focus on pathology uh-huh you know we focus on what 's wrong with people and can exactly. Um, I left the tribe uh, it 's totally positive psychology now. you and i 've talked a little bit about that we 'll talk about it more on the show today um, but it 's all about expanding right expanding. Totally lives and possibilities and, and we do that through positivity. And Jake, this is something you've been excited about too. Can you give our listeners just a little bit of a take of where you're coming from, who you are?
1: Yeah, well, and and that that's such a great uh intro there because what you're talking about, about um about positive psychology. Now now I studied my my bachelor's degrees in psychology. I, I didn't go any further than that with it, but but mm-hmm. one of the things I noticed exactly, you know, I was you left that tribe. Well, I I guess I left that tribe before I got there because that was something I was uh, looking into doing. And I just noticed everything was about focusing on what's wrong, focusing on what's wrong. And I just, I've come to realize that whatever we focus on, that's what we tend to see. That's what tends to grow. Whether you're focusing on what's wrong or what's right. You know, what's wrong is always available. And I'm not the guy who says, I am not the guy who says that the world is all rainbows and unicorns and everything's perfect. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that if you choose to look for what's good, you're going to find it. But if you choose to look right. for what's bad, that's it. Just like when you get a new car and you never saw that car. I just bought, uh, it's a, I just bought a, a, a used Prius. And uh, I never saw this color of Prius anywhere. I never uh-huh. saw it. And then I saw it, I saw it when I was buying it. And I thought, oh, cool, that's a cool color. And I've never seen it. I get the car, I see it four or Everywhere. five times a day because right. I'm looking for it now. And that's, that's what practical positivity is all about is if you, if you focus on what you want, you're gonna find more of it. And I believe we can truly shape our reality. Our reality so much depends on what we choose to focus on.
0: That is for sure. And thank you for pointing that out, Jake. This is so important to understand because positivity is not this fluffy, trite, hear it from the motivational speaker on the stage, kind of a a cliche thing. I, I love your term practical positivity. In fact, I may steal that because it starts with p yeah you can cool. seal it alliteration yeah. is great <laughs> well i do a little bit of alliteration as you know but yes that, so practical positive this is this is the practical way that we can steer our mind in a direction that is actually helpful and starts to manifest some cool things in our world
1: absolutely and and another part of it is you know so many people will just hey uh, i I made a vision board, I'm staring at the vision board, and nothing's happening. Well, you got to do something about it. That's where the practical part comes yeah. in. Yes, you have to have affirmations and have a positive attitude about things. But but that only goes so far. And, and the purpose of that, at least how I believe the purpose of those kind of things is to get you to take action. And sometimes, right. you know, th- there's always good news. Sometimes the good news is, there's something I can do about the bad news. You know what I right. mean? Like that, that's, what the, that's what the good news is. And it's not just about pretending everything's perfect. You know, Tony Robbins talks about, you know, you, you shouldn't look at your garden and say, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. You should look at the garden and say, there are weeds. And the good news is I have the power to pull
0: them out. Right. You can change that. You can do something about it. Yeah. Jake, you're coming from a, a personal experience with this. And I'm wondering if you would share at least a portion of your story with our listeners, because um, this is how your number one goal came about. Uh, you had something you wanted to accomplish in your life. You had a number one goal. And I saw I on did. your website the before and after picture, right? Yes, yes, yes. Can you just share at least a brief version of that with our listeners so they have the context?
1: Yeah. So well, um, I'll try to keep as brief as possible, but the 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 external what you saw was that, you know, I I, I was 60 pounds heavier than I am right now. Mm-hmm. I was at a point to where I was I was about 280 pounds. I was uh 27 years old and 280 pounds. I was ready to quit my job. Now I'm I'm a speaker who travels all around the country and i, I, I couldn 't handle the hotel beds i couldn 't handle the uh, i couldn 't handle the long flights because I had so much pain in my back from oh. having all this excess weight and i didn 't have the energy that i that I needed to go out and and make that positive impact on the world and uh, basically, I was able to turn around my life not just my my health and my weight that changed as well but but I was able to change my mind. And when I changed my mind, the body came with it. But I don't know if you if you got into the book or not, but really what that came down to is I wanted to do this for years. I wanted it for years and nothing ever changed. Then we were told that we would never have children. We were told that we would never have children and that I was the cause of that. And that just Rocked my world was absolutely devastating, and there were years wow. where I just I just felt sorry for myself. I just felt this isn't fair. I felt sorry for myself, and I kept saying the words, "I've done everything that I can." And this goes back to that idea of sometimes the good news is you can do something about it. Now I'm not I'm not knocking Western medicine. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but but I am saying that that just like you talked about with psychology, where they focus on the problems. Uh, hmm they tend to just focus on, on symptoms. How do we put a Band-Aid on the symptom? And so I went to all these different doctors and, and nothing really came about it. And I had this realization where I said, you know what, this is a health problem and I'm not in optimal health. And I don't know that if I, I, all I know is I'm not doing what I should be doing. All I know is I should not be 280 pounds. I should not be in this kind of condition at 27 years old. And yeah. So I made a decision at that time and I said, "Okay, I'm going to do everything that I can, and even if it didn't work, at least I knew that I did everything that I can." And make a long story short, this has been a couple of years now. This that was uh, several years ago when when that was my my decision that I made. But as we just talked about today, um, we now have a five month old son, and that all happened even though we were told for six years we would never. It didn't matter what kind of help we got from, from doctors or, or modern medicine or anything it was just not going to happen, not in the cards. And when I changed my health, when I changed my physical body, when I changed the way that I ate, and that all came from changing my mental mindset.
0: Changing your mind first, right. When that happened,
1: then all of a sudden everything worked out. And uh, this this situation, I have to say that even if it didn't work, even if we weren't able to have our, our beautiful baby boy that we have, mm-hmm. I would still say that this has been the greatest thing. This challenge, my, my challenge was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me because it, it transformed me as a person. I'm who I am today because of it. And I believe that when, you know, there's a quote that says, when it appears something's happening to you, it's always happening for you. And this has happened
0: for me. Wow. So, when you talk about practical positivity, you're not just pulling some trite phrase out of the air. This is something that has literally changed your life. 100%.
1: I was in a very dark place a couple years ago. And uh, the thing that started first was every morning before I was still 280 at this time. I wasn't. Nothing was going well for me at the time. And uh, I, I talked about how, now I was this motivational speaker going around, but I was a, right. I was, a, um, I was a depressed motivational speaker, which doesn't really work out too well. And Sounds really, a little critical, doesn't it? Well, that, that's what it felt like because on stage, I was saying all the right things. You can on do st- it. I, I mean, on stage, I don't think anyone could tell the difference because I, I, I became very good at turning it on but I wasn't living that way. And I felt like such a hypocrite. Oh. And, uh, and I mean, there were times where people would call me and I, I, I wouldn't even call them back. You know, people wanted to hire me. Um, I wouldn't even call them back. I wouldn't do any of that. And then I made a decision that I was going to start every single morning focusing on gratitude. And as I focused on gratitude, that's when things started to change for me. That was the kickoff.
0: Right. I think that's where it starts. Oh yeah. know, I, was, I was sharing with you earlier this, this model that I've developed on positivity. And really, that's the starting point. It puts our mind in position to do what it needs to do next or to do what we're going to ask it to do. And it's almost a paradox because gratitude takes you to a place where you realize your life is good. Mm-hmm. right now already mm-hmm. right Jake your life was good before you lost the weight 100 percent, it was great
1: I had a wife that loved me I had a great family I mean I had an awesome career you know it, it was there were so many good things going for me and when I started to focus on that that's when I found so much more my my mindset changed I was able to do so much more and when we beat ourselves up we just get more depressed and don't want to take action we don't want to do anything
0: right yes the, and and that leads into the second part of this that i think we'll talk about right after the break folks this is jake ballantyne joining us today with some practical positivity at live on purpose we'll be right back Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes, as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com And we're back having some fun at Live On Purpose Radio today with Jake Ballantyne. I found another guy who's just as passionate about positivity as I am. And that's not easy to find. Not at all. You know what, Jake, though? This is really picking up. And I've been finding in the research, for example, um, there is so much support coming out for what you and I are talking about here. You start from that gratitude place. And that powers up your mind to do what we're going to ask it to do next. And that is to go create something. Now you put this in the context of your number one goal, and I think you made a bold claim on your website too that it doesn't matter what your goal is. This is how you do it, hundred percent. Yep, yep. It, it it just comes
1: down to the and and what you said there. I, I wanted to add on to that about how this is something that's picking up because I've noticed as I've started coaching, you know, since I've written this book. Um, I've developed a coaching program. We have have a, a group of people who are all going through different content that I've created, and we do a group coaching sessions and those kind of things. And the one thing that I've noticed is, at the end of the day, everyone just needs to have that encouragement that they can get there. It's hope yeah. that drives people, and and they might think that they need strategy. They might, and and you do, you need some level of strategy, of course. But the thing that people really, the strategy is out there. Any Google search, you can find out anything that you want to do. The information is
0: out there. The how is available.
1: Yes, it's sticking with it when times get hard. That's what it is. It's sticking with it when times get hard. And when I talked about any goal at any size, Every motivational story, every inspirational story, every movie, whether it's Rudy or Rocky or anything like that, they all have three parts. I was once in this place where, you know, I was uh, whatever. I was homeless. I was fat. I was sick. I was whatever. Then part two, I went through this big challenge to get through it. I climbed that mountain, whatever. Then part three, I'm a better person because I went through part two. But you can't jump from part one to part three. You have to go through part two and when we focus on part 2 with gratitude that's what gets us to that next level and when people <clears throat> when people have a goal when people have something they're trying to accomplish they need to focus on they need to focus on what part 3 is going to be like they need to focus on how great that's going to be and help them to drive them focusing on what their life can be to have that hope but then also be grateful in the moment saying this is my gym. You know, this is what's strengthening me. And if I don't do that, if I can't be grateful in the moment, I'm not going to stick with it. And I I think so much of that has to do with focusing on why it matters to you, you know, why it's important to you in the first place. Um, I believe that if if your reason for doing anything, if it's stronger than your excuse, you can do anything. But if the excuse is stronger than the reason, You don't stand a chance. It's not going to happen.
0: Then you're toast. Absolutely. And really, you get to pick a position about that. Totally. It's not that one or the other is is the only right way to do this. You have to pick a position. I mean, think about it, Jake. Do you know how you're doing next week? I'm going to be doing
1: great. That's all I'm going to be doing.
0: Well, that's the position. (laughs) Right? right? But I don't know. You don't know. Now, you've got something to do with it. That is huge. And that's part of our message here today. You've got something to do with it, but you don't know. So you have to pick a position about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can I share a, a story that I, I feel like, oh, I feel yeah. inspired to share right now? Please. Um, and this has just happened over the last year. And it's, um, this has been since I've written the book. And this is the best example of practical positivity, or as you call it, pathological positivity uh. that i 've ever heard, and um, this man uh, he he was my father in- law my wife 's dad, and he um he was such a great man, and he lived this his whole life this past year, Thanksgiving, everything was totally normal, totally everything was great. we had turkey bowl, you know played played football outside, and everything was normal. A week later, he had what we thought was a stroke. We took him to the hospital because he couldn't, he couldn't, couldn't walk, really. He couldn't speak. Uh, his speech was slurred. Well, wow. we got there. They found a tumor in his brain. And um, we knew immediately that it was, they knew immediately that it was about the worst kind of uh, cancer you can have. It was wow. terminal. He had no chance. They were saying a, a year would be very lucky. And um, you know, since since then he, he's passed away. But wow. during that time, during that time, you know, so he came home, and of course, like anyone, he was devastated. But when he come he came home, he was in a wheelchair, he could hardly speak. One day he pulled me into his room, you know, I was walking by. I said, How you doing, Steve? And He says, come here, and he's speaking in very slurred speech, and he says, Jake, I know eventually this is going to take my ability to speak entirely. I know eventually I won't be able to take a single step, and I know eventually it's going to take my life, but he said, I still have more to live, and I want to live as much as I can, as long as I can, and he said, I know that I'm not speaking well now and this is all slurred. I'm not speaking well now, but if I work on it, I can do better than I am now. I know I can still walk more. And this man, he could have rolled over. He could have just said, I'm done and this is unfair. But he decided he he would do, and he had me come in there and and hold him as he practiced walking and, and build up his strength. And he got to the point to where he was walking on his own again, even though the doctor said there's no way he could do that. He started speaking wow. again because he was pra- he, he was going online looking for uh, speech pathology and, and those kind of uh, trainings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was practicing and he got to spend Those last couple of weeks, I mean, it was only weeks that he was able to do this, where he was talking and he was walking, but he got to share valuable insights with his family that mattered to him. And Mm -hmm. he got to do that. And eventually, he got back in that chair. Eventually, he stopped talking and and it wasn't too long. It took him very quickly. Some might say it didn't work, but I say they don't understand because he did exactly what he said. He said he's going to live as much as he could, as long as he could. And that's what he did. And, he, and and I just say, if he could have that attitude in that situation, what excuse do I have? What excuse I, does anyone have when he could face that? He knew that it was coming to an end and he could say, this was unfair. He's 56 years old. He has, still has young children, a 12-year-old daughter, a 15-year-old son. Wow. Everything about this was unfair. But he decided to he decided to focus on what he could do instead of what he couldn't do, and I will never forget that example, the best example I've ever seen of what? choosing what you're going to focus on.
0: Jake, that is so inspiring. We hear these stories all the time too of people who, against incredible odds, they they take it on. It's it's like he heard. You know, you've got a couple of months to live, not to die, to live. Yeah, You're yeah. all going to die. What if you knew? What if you knew that you only had a couple of weeks to live? And, and what you're sharing here is that we can take that position that I'm going to live Yep. with whatever time I have. Yeah. That's <laughs> There's a predictable exit strategy. I mean, we're all out of here. No Eventually. One that's, no, yeah, no one gets out of here alive, right? Right. But what do we do while we're here?
1: Exactly. And, and that, to me, wow. so inspiring. I, I, I love that man. I always have and I always will. But I'm so grateful for the last lesson that he taught me.
0: Yes. Powerful one. And here we are. We've got today. We've got now, you've got brains in your head, you got feet in your shoes. So what are we going to do with that, right? This is the inspirational speaker in you coming through, Jake. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) It is what I do, right? (laughs) Well, you know, you mentioned earlier, like every story, every movie, every inspiring tale has these three parts. Yeah. There's a beginning where, you know, things are are not as ideal as they might be. There's this middle part that's just hard and then there's this end part that's glorious and beautiful. And every inspiring story I know has a hard part in the middle. Yeah. Otherwise <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't watch it if it didn't <laughs> No, it doesn't have the power or the right to inspire me otherwise. Exactly. There's a reason
1: why the um typically in these movies the, the part three hmm. is usually the last five minutes of the movie. You know, right. Rocky made it to the end of the fight and then the movie ended. Rudy got to play and then the movie ended. It's not the inspiring part. No one cares to listen to your success story. People want to listen to what you went through because they are going through something. Everyone's going through something and they want to have hope that I can get through it too.
0: Right. Which is what you're saying with your message. Yep. Yes, it's hard. No excuses, no stories about that. We're not gonna soft pedal that. It's hard. Okay. Now, having said that, do the hard thing. Yep. What are you gonna do about it? That's what that's what really matters. Stick with it. Don't give up on this thing. Because there is hope as you as you create that, that view of what it is you're creating. You start from gratitude. And from there, you get to build on that energy and go create something that's even more amazing than you've already got. Absolutely. And I think on top of
1: that, people are so afraid that they're not at that stage that they want to be. Like they're not perfect yet. They might look at you and see what you're doing and they might say, well, well I want to be like Dr. Paul and, and I want to have this wisdom and I want to speak and I want to do... And, and they look at themselves now and compare mm-hmm. themselves to someone who's been doing this for 23 years. Right. And they're disappointed that they're not there yet. And we have to be kind to ourselves. And we have to understand that you were not who you are now 23 years ago. Just like me as a speaker, I started six years ago. I've been doing this full time for five years now. And I am not, I was not the person I am now. I did not have the ability what? If 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 we were having this conversation five years ago, I would probably have notes off the screen saying like, oh, I can say this and then I can say this and then I can, and, right. it, and it'd be so much more shallow too. It's just ideas. It comes right. from that practice. And I think sometimes that positivity needs to be there because if you want to go out and do something, you're probably going to be, you might have some natural aptitude at it, but you're probably not going to be very good the first time through. And you have to stick with it. If you
0: are, you need a bigger goal. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, when you were saying this earlier, Jake, you were like, you know, because we do, we get stuck there in that place of, oh my gosh, I'm not where I want to be. Folks, if you are where you want to be, you need a new goal. (laughs) You need something else. Yeah. Of course you're not there. Yep. What would you be working on otherwise? Right? And, And I think there's no,
1: there's no happiness in it's not in achievement, it's in the pursuit of achievement, yeah once you're there awesome. you you get in a plateau and you're either
0: growing or you're dying, and there's nowhere in between mm-hmm. Jake, how do people find you if they want to connect with all this goodness, if they want to focus on the good and achieve their number one goal?
1: absolutely, so if you want to listen to our podcast, I'm not sure when this is coming out exactly, but uh if there will be a new season coming up starting September. Um, <clears throat> Focusonthegood.com. That's where you can find that. And uh, Dr. Paul will be coming on the show sometime soon. And oh, yeah. then also you can get a free copy of my
0: book at yournumberonegoal.com. Yournumberonegoal.com. That's All spelled book. out. Yep. Podcast is Focus on the Good. This is how you can get more of this Jake Ballantine, action. Yep. they can connect with you through the websites as well is that correct yep there's all those kind of links there awesome. and those kind of stuff jake thank you so much for contributing what you have today at live on purpose radio it's been awesome to have you on the show well thank you so much i appreciate it you guys have heard it and now it's time to go live on purpose